I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess Gorman, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and on the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us directly at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or com and remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide Too. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide to, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. Well, Jess, I am here as wearing my Santa hat over my headphones. I tried to put it on. Uh, uh, under the headphones and it just didn't work. So here I am. Anybody who can see any of the video that I plan to share with this will see this precariously perched Santa hat on on top of my headset. I love it. I love that it's just, it looks like this little oddly cat, like odd cap that's about to tip you over. Like it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But you're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're, we're here to talk about the holidays as we're recording this it's 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 the last week of november but this will be shared just before um the 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 christmas break and so christmas new year's that sort of thing so we thought we would talk about uh the holidays and surviving the holidays so i'll start with i'll start with this jess are you a christmas or holidays person do you enjoy this time of year or is it a big drag for you I love this time of year. Like it's, it's honestly my favorite. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Halloween. I do. I love it. But the holidays are just so amazing. And I have a baby that like, I now get to like talk about Santa with. Are you kidding? Like, I'm excited. It's a little early for that, but you got to sow the seeds early. You, you gotta, do. You got to sow those seeds early. Absolutely. I'm just going to show Sawyer a picture of you in the Santa hat, and I'm just going to tell him that's Santa. I mean, I could show up in a suit if you would like. Dude. (laughs) I'll pay you. (laughs) I mean, I mean, to be fair to small children, I mean, I mean, Sawyer is is still an infant. Mm -hmm. He has not passed the age at which he is very likely to cry when he is sat in front of of Santa. There is an age at which uh, children cannot tell that the red and white blob that they are seeing in front of them is a person. That's right. And I I, I do have to take him to go to the mall Santa. So I will uh, give you an update on that one. <laughs> the mall Santa has been trained to deal with children screaming in his face. Oh, so. 100%. You have to. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I also, I've been, I have always loved this season. I'm like a huge Christmas nerd, even though some of the the audio dramas that I've created in the past couple of years are about people who don't particularly like the holidays or who have a terrible time at the holidays. That's not me at all. <laughs> I'm a huge Christmas nerd. I, I love the season. That said, I know a lot of people for whom it's a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. uh, either there are a lot of family obligations. And in fact, if you come from uh, a family which has uh, divorced parents, you likely have more than one Christmas celebration to go to. And there's probably a lot of politics in that. And also, it, 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 when you are told that this is the quote unquote happiest time of year, that can sort of set off because if you are not particularly happy, if you're not having mm -hmm. a good time, you can feel like that's it's a difficult time. And also, there are so many social obligations. Oh, good Lord. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I've become a pro at filtering which, which ones to attend and which not, which not to. Absolutely not. But there are so many, there are obligatory, there are obligatory social events, right? There's like, yeah. I mean, you can't skip your work holiday party as much as you might want to. As a person who doesn't drink, I find most work gatherings tedious after about mm -hmm. the first hour and a half. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of times in offices, drinking culture is huge. And so people try to get as drunk as possible, as mm -hmm. quickly as possible, because that's when they have fun. And so those kinds of events, they, they tend to get very tedious for me very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I can usually ditch those. But the holiday party, you do have to go to. And, though you know, it's all... This, the people that you saw all day at work, but now we're supposed to talk about not work stuff. Yeah, I know. Where's the common ground? <laughs> oh, no. I know. And, it, you know, all those times that you actually were tuning them out, too, as they were talking about, you know, their personal life. <laughs> you're suddenly like, oh, you're married? I know. Yeah, I yeah. told you like six times. I showed you pictures of Teresa. Oh. Yeah, what are you talking? Take, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Shit, we're paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> Teresa. Ugh. Oh, um. But I mean, there's not just those parties because there's those, there's friend parties, mm -hmm. which are preferable to the work yeah. party for the most part. Um, but then there's also uh, family gatherings and those are often, they have their own issues, especially if you come from a big family or or you're involved with somebody who has a big family, which which is also mm -hmm. a possibility. So these are these are huge times. And then there's New Year's just after. Oh, huh. yeah. <gasps> so much. Like, um, where does the breath take place? Where when can I take a breath? I try to make sure. This is just this is just me. So you have Christmas, Boxing Day. We're Canadian, so we celebrate Boxing Day as our friends in in the UK. But our American friends are probably like Boxing Day, but it's the day after Christmas. Anyway, and so we celebrate that. And then I try to be as slothful as possible mm -hmm. from that point mm -hmm. until New Year's. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like sitting on the couch. Yeah. Reading books if I got them, writing in notebooks, eating as much junk food as I can. That's Attaboy. that's the pre that's the dream. Yes. And like it's just such a what is it, a five days, five, six days? About that, yeah. Yeah, about that. Oh yeah, and you need that recharge. Take yeah. it. Take yeah, it and run. Absolutely. Here's a question for you. Growing up, mm -hmm. 
what was what were the holidays like for you? Were they stressful? Were they fun? What was that like for you? I liked the holidays when I was a kid. I I had a lot of family to visit, which was fine because the cousins that I would hang out with, there was a bunch of us and we all got along really well. We always had fun. Like we'd always be up in my cousin's room playing video games or something and laughing about something. But then there would be the other family members where there weren't any kids. So I got to hang out by myself with my new toys and be See, that's an around. advantage. That's right, awesome. right. Awesome. And then and then those aunts and uncles would have gifts for me. So I'd just be fine off by myself, opening gifts, having a grand old time, just enjoying my own company. That's uh, but I'd just be lugged from house to house. And then it's mm. midnight and I'm home and sleeping. And then it's Boxing Day. Mm. And we did nothing on Boxing Day. Yeah, I we I didn't grow up in a in a shopping household. Mm. My brother developed that habit when he moved out of the house. And that became like his big thing to like do Christmas, go to bed, wake up at like three in the morning so he could line up at some store, <laughs> buy a bunch of stuff on sale, go home and sleep some more. That was that's sure. his plan. Like um, Steve, Steve and I did that one time. We did that one time when we wanted the Xbox. So <laughs> we like we like made sure that we left early, early in the morning on Boxing Day to go get an Xbox. And it, it was great. And then we shopped and then we went home and said, that was great for one year, but never again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> never. never again. <laughs> I mean, I think the golden age of of actual like Boxing Day deals is over. Like when I was growing up, it was like it was the thing, right? Mm -hmm. It was the only. I mean, first of all, at that point in Canada, we didn't sell it. We didn't do Black Friday, mm -hmm. so there was none of that. And so Boxing Day was the day to get get stuff cheap and. Like, I feel like that was the golden age of Boxing Day sales. Like, I'm going to sound so old, but Sam, the record man on Young Street had some amazing sales and you would go. I know I'm looking at you. I face haven't right heard like, that name in so long. <laughs> right. Sam, the record man was a legendary, massive record store, independent record store in, in Toronto. And you would go and you would like walk out with like a stack of of records Kids, for those of you who are younger than I may not recall, but uh, record is what we now refer to as vinyl. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you would walk out with a stack for super cheap. I would just also like to say that not once ever during the, like, for a, actually, not, I shouldn't say ever, but just for a long time, I have not once made an age joke. It has always been you bringing it up. I'm fully aware. Good. I'm fully aware. Good. Because I'm going to find those too. For sure. I'm going to find my opening though at some point and you will be roasted like a Christmas <laughs> dinner. Okay. If you could manage to do it on my birthday. <laughs> what did that's I just, do? that's just what? my request. Do it on my birthday. Roast you on your birthday. Yeah. This is my, this is my request. My birthday present from you will be a good roasting. Okay. It's a special now. It's going to be a podcast special. <laughs> All right. But back to the topic at hand. For me, I grew up with a brother and a sister. So there were three kids. And, you know, it was a, it was a, Christmas Day was always a great day. Christmas Day was, was amazing. There were always, you know, there, we would all play with toys together because sometimes we would get complimentary toys, you know, oh. so you could like play together. Like the year that we first got Lego and we all got Lego. Oh, this was yeah. like when Lego didn't come in kits, it just came in like blocks. And so you built, yeah. so it was like, we would like play together like that. So 
that was great. Uh, my grandparents would come over later on. My aunt, my uncle and their kids would come over and it was, you know, we would, it, it was great. But I always, even then, like, like, you know, I reached that point where I was like, I think I'm done. How do I, <laughs> I know we just had dinner. I'm going to go sleep off the turkey or whatever. It really sort of started like later on. Like it wasn't when I was yeah. a little kid, but like. You take you take that turkey excuse, even though tryptophan doesn't really make you tired. It's just because you ate so much. That's what makes you tired. But you just take the advantage, take the opportunity to go and have a nap. Oh, definitely. And and I don't know. There was actually a couple times I do remember sneaking off by myself as well. Like that, you know, the house has always got so noisy, right? And even the cousins with getting a little rambunctious. I can remember a few times just slipping out, maybe to the basement and just sitting there for a minute with my stuff and like just taking it in, but. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't until later on in life when maybe I had the choice to not go to houses that I started taking the opportunity to stay home. Hmm. This is also the introvert who spent three Christmases in a row by themselves. By choice? Sort of, sort of. I was living in uh, London at the time mm -hmm. and Steve had to work Christmas Day. He worked at a retirement home in the kitchen and of course, the residents needed to eat. Yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah. Of course. Um, so I would just drop him off and all my family, I saw them on Christmas Eve and I'd just sit at home, hmm. which wasn't terrible. It was interesting the first time being yeah, by I'm yourself sure. on Christmas Day. Yeah. But I mean, like after that, I started making, you know, make lemonade. So I would turn on all the Christmas movies I wanted and I'd make sure the house was perfect and, you know, a nice dinner. One year it was Chinese food, then it was McDonald's and... <laughs> Nice. I made sure it was nice, nice and hot when he got home. <laughs> there were, I've had a couple of years when it was not a great Christmas. There was one year that I, the first year that I worked at uh, a major Canadian booksellers online store, that was a miserable, miserable time because mm. we got, we got Christmas day off, but we were also, so we worked Christmas Eve full shift. And then we were back on boxing day. So we really didn't have any time off. Mm -hmm. And the whole time it was like being yelled at because it was Christmas and, and it was, there were delivery issues and things like that. So we were yelled at Christmas Eve because the, the book wouldn't be there in time. Mm -hmm. And then we were yelled at on boxing day because the book wasn't there on time. And mm -hmm. so that was like the whole thing. So I, I had a very miserable Christmas. I didn't feel anything Christmassy. So it was, yeah. it was very bitter and, and very, very upset. There was also a couple of years, a few years ago where uh, I was single and alone and my family doesn't get together on Christmas day. It's just too complex with all mm -hmm. the different places where people live. So we get together on boxing day. And so I, I spent Christmas day by myself. And so it was, it, I mean, I, I had, I had went on a walk, went on a long walk and that sort of thing. It wasn't the, the day I wanted, but it was still, I made the best of it, you know, for sure, as you do. And to be honest, the, I mean, as an introvert, at the end of the day, I was like, huh, not bad. Oh, yeah. You know. I think, I think you and I have a similar, is it you, just as an off the, was it you and I that had the similar um, Christmas tradition for ourselves? We, we go out on Christmas Eve at night before bed and just take in the peace. Was it is. A, I mean, if you, you can do it. I mean, I've done it a couple of times and it's really okay. quite nice. Or even yeah. you know what? Also Christmas the on the 25th to go out when everybody is because there aren't a lot of people out. Everybody's like 
fat from their dinner. They're like sleeping. They're lazy. They're watching whatever they, they're doing stuff. And so the streets are super empty. Yeah. Christmas Eve and also the Christmas Day. Those are those are great. Now, I know there's a lot of people uh, who might be listening to this and they don't have the same warm feelings mm-hmm. about the the holiday season, especially Christmas that you and I do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's perfectly valid. Nobody sure. should ever tell you that you're wrong for feeling that way. That's right. But also, you know, sometimes you still have, you might feel that way and you still have to go and do all of the family obligation things. Yeah. And so if you're doing that, Jess, are there things that you can think of that people can do to give themselves breaks during the day? <sighs> like, is this assuming that the, the, party is or the family gathering is at night like or is that i'm just saying like if you have to spend the day with your family let's say that like you're mm. like with your family for the christmas holiday you're specifically there yeah. maybe christmas eve and christmas day maybe right. even the day after but like on the big day the the day when everybody's going to come over and make a fuss um what are things that somebody could do if they just need a break I like the advice we gave a little while ago because now it's become a tradition in our family. Most of my family is introverts. This doesn't apply on Christmas Day because everything is closed. But on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, if we needed something, we always sent the introvert out. It's so important. But also, also, it can work on Christmas Day. And it can work on Christmas day because there's always at least one store that's open, whether it's a convenience store in Toronto, there's like one main grocery store that's open. The benefit is that it's probably further away than you normally would go. So you Mm -hmm. can take longer to get there. That's for those who might've missed that previous episode. um, We just suggested that if somebody, if, if, if somebody's like, Oh, we're out of eggnog, you just immediately volunteer. Volunteer as tribute. Get out the door. Be like, I will get it. And get your boots on, get your coat on, and be out the door before somebody can say, I'll come with you. <laughs> just go. And then you have the time away. Yes. And even if, you know, they're starting to follow you, just pretend like you don't hear them. You know, just just keep going. Just, don't don't look just back. Ignore your, just ignore your family yeah. member. Just be like. Just, just keep going. You know, put yeah. your headphones in and run. <laughs> run like hell. Like, <laughs> don't look like you're running. Yeah, don't just, look just like you're running. Jaunt. Just, yeah, just jaunt. jaunt. It's a quick walk. <laughs> Grandma can't keep up. <laughs> That's right. But on a serious note. <laughs> Going back to the advice, yes, be that person, be the helpful one that just will go out. And of course, the the long bathroom break, just go to the washroom, take a breath, splash the cold water on the face. You know, sometimes I find that when there's a lot of bodies in in Mm. the space and it gets really hot, I get overwhelmed. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just something that can be a trigger. So I, I splash a little cold water on my face and behind my neck and it gives me a nice grounding. Um, that's, that's more so for the, for the anxious people out there like myself. (laughs) If you have a large family or there's a lot of people over and there are children, it is going to get rambunctious. Oh yes. And I know like, it's really easy to get overwhelmed in that, especially when you have all of these relatives who are like bombarding you with small talk Mm -hmm. Yes, and just like, just constant. So it becomes really necessary to take those breaks. 
Mm-hmm. I would actually suggest, speaking of small talk, is you could probably guess what they're going to ask you. Really? Plan some answers. Oh, yes. The rehearsals. Yes. That is definitely helpful. I, it doesn't help. Like, it can get frustrating because you're saying the exact same thing over and over again. But if you rehearse it mm-hmm. and you plan this well, you can just get it all over with. And that's, that's right. it. And then you can move on to the actual conversations you want to be a part of. Yes. Yes. Because there's always going to be relatives who ask you the same, how's work? How's your partner? How's, you know, or the dreaded if you're not, if you're not married, when are you going to get married? Or if you are married, when are you going to have kids and all this sort of stuff? It's really nobody's business, but it's all, there's all these questions and you can guess what they're going to say. And it's better to have an answer ready than to, to awkwardly be like, well, yeah, you know, I stuff with the. Yeah, see, now I've done the whole, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? Now I'm waiting on the, so when's the second coming? See, that's the <laughs> other one that's coming. You have yeah. a buffer that, that you have to enjoy while it lasts because you are in that buffer right now. Oh, yeah. But that question is coming. I make very cute babies. Do you think that my family is going to settle for one? No. No, they won't. In fact, I won't settle for one, all right? (laughs) My son is growing up and I want another. (laughs) Already? No, no, not yet, not yet. But you're already like, he's growing up. He's still an infant. Phil, he's pulling himself up and starting to walk. Come on now. (laughs) Next thing you know, he'll be a teenager. I know. I know. Do you remember when I, do you remember when like I FaceTimed you and told you like I'm pregnant and you were like, I kind of figured like, <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. I remember that. Cause I think you were like, I have something to tell you and I want to FaceTime you. And I was like, huh, I wonder what she could possibly need to FaceTime me about. I know what sort of news it's either. What, she what got, kind like, of news could she need? Yeah. Yeah. Either she's starring in a Netflix series and like this can't wait. She's got to tell me, but nay. Anyway, yeah. we digress. We, we digress. I mean, the other thing is, so we've had, we have these galleries. Oh, the other thing that you can actually do mm-hmm. is ask whoever is in the kitchen if there's something you can do. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Because that gives you, that kind of gives you, it gives you small talk armor. It gives you like... <laughs> It gives you something that you can do, right? It gives you something that you can do that's a purpose that is away from like the sitting and chatting in the living room. Yeah. I know there's a few people, but I just, I don't know if it's me, but who doesn't enjoy just being in the kitchen one-on-one and having that quiet time of just preparing food. I personally like it. I think there's something really nice and, and intimate about that. Yeah. Um, and, and if it's with a friend or family member or significant other, I think that's great. So I don't know, even if it's not your favorite thing in the world, just give it a shot. Like just to yeah. get away from the crowd. I, I think it's nice. It's actually can, can I mean, of course there, I mean, I've, I've, I've known people who are like, my mom does not want anybody in the kitchen. So that one, that's not going to work with you, but you can offer to set the table. Yes. Or take right? plates away, do any sort of cleanup. Away, anything. You could say, mom, yep. can I take up the garbage? Can I do something like that? The other thing you could do is if you have a dog, offer to walk the dog. Oh, yeah. That is a great way to get yep. out of the house. The dog is probably overwhelmed too. Yeah. And the dog's not going to make small talk with you. 
I mean, if you're like me, maybe you will try to talk to the dog, but you know. I mean, that's just that's just what you do with dogs. They're just asking for some love because they're yeah. they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you I heard mean, my cute the, voice come out. I know. I heard that for a second. <laughs> wow. Um, the, I mean, the, the dog, you could take the dog out and then you get a break. Again, you get a break from the family. That was solid advice. Thank solid. You. Good for you. Right Thank off the you. dome. You know, the other thing, and I don't, I have to, I have to. So, you know, we have the days after Christmas, which like I've said, I use for sloth and mm-hmm. eating. That's right. That's all. He's knocking off those two deadly sins. He's, he's yes, knocking off. Sloth and gluttony. <laughs> I'm just like a, finishing off the year with with five days of nothing but sloth and gluttony. And that's okay. That's right. <laughs> but then, of course, you have you have New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a confession. And that confession is that I've never really given a flying fuck about new year's eve (laughs) okay okay i agree with you i the only time i have okay who wants a fun story who wants a fun story of course you want a fun story give it tell us please my favorite favorite romance movie of all time is when harry met sally and I love at the end when they're at the New Year's party and they're all mm. dressed up and you've got the music. It's romantic. Right. I've always, always, always wanted to go to those kind of parties, like a gala. Um, other other than that, though, I'm not a big New Year's person either. I really don't care. I Last year we spent, I mean, I was pregnant, but, you know, just sitting on the couch eating fast food and that was about it. <laughs> that was about it. But one year, one year. I was working at this boutique and my boss was like, Hey, listen, I got us tickets to this new year's gala at this club in St. Catharines who would like to go. And we, we all were like, yep, absolutely. She's like, okay, you can bring a date, get dressed up. And we're, we're just going to have a great time. It's all paid for. I'm like, that is so awesome. I got this gorgeous outfit. My hair was done. It was beautiful. I was so excited. My coworkers and I, my and our partners are coming up and we get to the doors and it's exactly, exactly the way I pictured it. I could see in the window, like the hors d'oeuvres and champagne flutes being passed around by the fancy waiters. And we get up to the front and the guy at the front uh, says, you know, can I get your name? And we, we gave them and you see him scanning the papers Look at, oh, hold on, Phil, it gets worse. Scanning the papers going like, I don't see you in here. I'm really sorry. So we text our boss and we're like, hey, like they say we don't have a reservation here. And she's like, what room are you guys in? We're like, oh, it's the starlight room. And she says, no, it's the Gemini room. So just go to the other side. So we get to the other side. And do I not hear the sounds of a hundred children laughing, screaming, running around. And we all get inside. And again, these are like 20 somethings all dressed up. And I see my boss waving going over here, guys over here. And she's sitting at a big table with a whole bunch of kids. Listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a massive drinker, but I do enjoy a glass of wine. They didn't even serve wine, champagne, nothing. <laughs> so we sat there drinking pop and chips and fancy. 
I was so mad. I don't blame you. And then after that, I never cared about New Year's ever again. My heart was broken. No. I see there were a couple of years where I was like, oh, New because, you know, I was I was young. I was in my 20s and I was buying into the whole I was buying into the whole New Year's Eve. It's a big deal. You, you know, you set the tone for your whole year with your New Year's Eve. And so I was like buying into that. And I was like, you have to have a great time on New Year's Eve. And I started to realize a few years after that, that every time I was like, I have to have a great time on New Year's Eve, I had a miserable time. Nobody ever has fun like that with a New Year's. New Year's always goes wrong. You know what? You know what? Some of the best New Year's Eves I've had are when I just went with the flow. You're like, what are you doing for New Year's? I was like, I don't know yet. I'll decide on the day. I'll figure I don't it know. out. <laughs> and then I would, you know, some friend would be having a party and I would go to that friend's party and I have an amazing time because I didn't put too much on it but when you put that much on a new year's eve there's no way it can ever live up no never and the thing is is that you're gonna have so many social obligations for christmas use new year's to do nothing as well i mean you You can but i mean there's also like i have spent a few new years like by myself um, and I always feel like I should be doing something. It's kind of depressing that I'm at home not doing anything. And then midnight would hit and I'd hear people like like neighbors being like, Happy New Year. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, right. that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> but when you're with someone, it's a lot easier to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's super important, I think, if you are somebody who's feeling like you should go to a New Year's party or you have offers to go to New Year's parties. Mm-hmm. Um you can pick and choose the New Year's party that you go to. That's right. Like, you don't have to go to the first party that comes along when your boss says, hey, it's a gala, and, like, bait and switches you with a kid's party. Um, So rude. But you can, like, if you have friends who are inviting you to their parties, I've always said, when somebody sends you a Facebook invitation, let's say, for example, I'm old, so Facebook, um, but if somebody sends you a Facebook invitation to a party, take the advantage of that and look at who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you can base your decision as to whether uh, as to which party to go to entirely on who's going. And until you decide to go, you can be a maybe because we all know maybe yeah. means no. <laughs> That's right. That's yes, right. Means maybe. Wow. Wow. You're so wise. You're so wise. It comes with age, Jess. It comes with age. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I will admit that the last couple of, the, I think the first, the first New Year's that I spent with, with Melanie, if I recall, we missed New Year's, like we missed Midnight because mm-hmm. we were watching funny pet videos on YouTube. <laughs> We were just at home and we were watching funny pet videos. We were like, we can't, you know, it's almost minute. And then, and then the, it ends and we were like, oh, missed it. Okay. <laughs> That's the best way to ring in the year though. <laughs> Wait, what kind of pets were they? Like just dogs, cats? It was mostly like... dogs and cats. Mostly dogs and cats. There's a, occasionally in these video compilations, there's always somebody who's got like, it's my pet raccoon. And you're like, why do you have a pet raccoon? I know. But also pigs, the best. Give me a good pig video and I'm done. And I'm done. I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that. that. (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, if you today Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's hard because you know now you have you have Sawyer in tow, in tow so you're not going to be going out to a gala at, at any time soon. Um, but that must, I know you you look so disappointed about God. not going to a big party. Shoot. Um, what is your ideal New Year's Eve? If if all the stars were to align for you, what mm-hmm. would be your ideal New Year's Eve party? Well, a sitter, a reliable sitter that I know and trust with all my heart. And it would have to be at a public place. I don't want to go to a friend's house. I just want to be able to leave whenever I want. And preferably it's a group of six and no more. And that includes myself and Steve. But honestly, I would rather stay until like midnight and then go home immediately after. I can barely even make it past 10 o'clock these days. That's legit. Yeah, That's exactly. Legit. I don't I don't want to be there until midnight. I want to go home. No, if I, you know what, I'm pushing it. And I, I, you know what, because I'm the person that I am, I'm the person, remember, we've talked about this. I show up on time. Yeah, like, you If do. you tell me this party starts at eight o'clock, I am there at eight o'clock. <laughs> there and so I, I like i have to work really hard with my internal clock i'm sure it's like i was taught to be on time so it's like this big thing but i you know, I have to work to be there a half hour after the start time and so i've if if i'm like there it's like 8 30 and i'm there until midnight you better believe that at midnight once we go happy new year and we do the hey do the hugging and the thing and the stuff i'm out Honestly, I'm even surprised you make it to like the happy new year, like given the hugs. I'm surprised it's not a happy new year and someone turns around, sees the door like still swinging, like from you leaving that quickly. I am not going to lie that that hasn't happened before. (laughs) I try to be, it's sort of like people like expect you to be there for that. But I have left beforehand. I have hit my limit at like 1030 and been like, well, I got another party to get to. You didn't see the air quotes there, folks, but I had a party to get to. And the party is me going home and going to bed. Damn straight. Honestly, I don't see why. Like, I understand why we put that pressure to be there until midnight. I get the reason. But it's just if someone says, you know, I'm I'm really having a great time, but I'm really tired and I want to go home. I give the Happy New Year hug and I tell them to get home safe Absolutely. and leave and leave it at that. Because, like, Absolutely. honestly, if you already are sleep deprived or you just don't you just don't stay up late. I don't see why we should be messing with someone's sleep schedule. No, <laughs> Go home. Yeah, go home. I mean, listen, parties, New Year's parties are as difficult for us as every other party. There's just mm-hmm. the added pressure of it being New Year's. That's right. And if you were feeling pressure, like, like, like I was when I was a lot younger, that you should, um, that you should have a great time on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Just remember, that kind of pressure doesn't get you a good time. No, it doesn't. It just, you're going to be miserable. The pressure is way too much. And and when it doesn't live up to the expectation, you feel like that year is just wasted. Yeah. And there's no sense in that. Like the new year is just, the number is just changing. That's all. Just the number is changing. We, yeah. Go easy on yourself. Do you have any uh, New Year's Eve horror stories? I don't think so. I don't think so. 
I think everything's been, you know, I always have a story, but like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, not really. No, I have no time for that. (laughs) That's good. I mean, all of my New Year's Eve horror stories are from quite a while ago. How long ago was it? (laughs) Why it was so long ago, we didn't even have cell phones yet. Yeah, that's right. But I remember a party at somebody's house and I was still in my first, first mistake going to somebody's house. And it was still in my like, oh, you have to have a good time. So somebody's there and we're there and we're trying to do our best. We're playing music and it's the the levity that feels like really false to me. But people Mm -hmm. are drinking like a lot. Like there's a certain desperation because, of course, when you feel like you have to have a good time, you feel like I have to drink a certain amount to get there. For sure. What um, a way to ring in a new year than yeah, being hungover. Absolutely. Right? By not being able to remember the new year. <laughs> so one of the guests in this, in this, in the, at, at this house starts to look a little green around the gills and they what leave the room. Say, what an old say. I know. I was trying to be creative in, in saying that they looked sick and they did. They looked really, they looked really. Yeah, like I, I said that, like I'm like the oldest man. It looks a little green around the gills. I had to mute my mic while you were talking. I'm I know, sorry. I, know. <laughs> I love you. Keep going. So, I'm sorry. so this person is is looking pretty sick, and they get up and they go to the bathroom, and we all think, hopefully, they remember to flush. Well, let me tell you that this person filled the bathtub. No, 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 no. With what? No. With what? No. I don't want to know. You know what? I don't want to know. With what? Vomit. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the thing that happened. That happened. And so that part, you know, you've never seen a party end faster when there's really no usable washroom anymore. There's no usable way place where you can relieve yourself because nobody wants to go into the puke room. No, I agree. I listen. I'm usually the mother hen of parties. I am the mom and I'm the one that does the icky jobs. If it's if it's full, like I, I know you don't mean like feet, like I obviously no, not, I don't mean feet, but it was no, it was inches. Like, what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? It was inches. This person had drunk a lot of alcohol. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Oh my gosh! No, no one's using that one. You've screwed everybody. That's right. You know what? Here's. I mean, as somebody who doesn't drink, this is really easy for me to say. And a lot of introverts, when they're at a party, do lubricate with alcohol. Mm. Me being one. Mm-hmm. I'm and yeah, and that's that's a legit way to to deal with a party. My advice would be just to lubricate. Don't once you hit a certain point, don't go beyond that. No, no. like a commercial. Know your limit, stay within it. Like it's gambling, but like don't yeah. don't go all the way around a few times because you're not gonna be well. Just stay at the the outgoing spot if you start to feel like you really love the people around you and you feel compelled to tell them you've gone too far yeah that's me every time every time i am the appreciative sentimental drinker and and i very much 
tear up very quickly because the sentiment is overcoming me like a Hallmark movie in my head. (laughs) That's all I'm thinking. And I just, I have now come to a point where I will drink until I can feel that just about to start. Like I can say, hey, you know what? I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. And if I can stop right there, that's that's it. That's the sweet spot. That's but good. if I feel compelled to go further into detail and have a dissertation about why you are the best person I've ever met, <laughs> then then that's it. It's time to go home. We're good. I always say the same thing to anybody who I know at a party, and I feel comfortable saying this to them, but if I see them going a little too far over the edge, I have my famous saying, listen, I'm so glad you're in a dancing mood, but if you want to dance, be ready to pay the piper. Okay. (laughs) And it's worked every time. Nice. Nice. No, it hasn't. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, of course not. All right. No. New Year's is the is the holiday that you have a bit more control over than say in many cases the 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 Christmas holiday. Right. If you're if you're if your family celebrates Christmas you may not have the freedom to make decisions about which families you're going to see because again sometimes it's political about who you see on Christmas day and all this stuff and what order who you have dinner with and all these things it can be a big deal. New Year's is the is the is the holiday that you get to control. That's right. And remember, you don't have to go to a party. If you want, if you want to have a couple of people over and play board games or video games or just watch movies, you can do that because it's your new year and you can spend it. And if you want to while away the night watching funny pet videos on YouTube, you can do that. We give you permission to give yourself permission how to to just do whatever the hell you want. Is that freeing? Is that nice? It is nice. It It is is nice. Because it's a holiday that that like you're celebrating you and your upcoming year. Spend that how you want, not how anybody tells you you should. One of the things that you can do this Christmas season if you're thinking about, about how you might want to give a gift to your favorite introvert podcast. Remember, we give you this show for free and we put our hearts, we put our souls into it, we put work into it and we don't ask anything from you. We don't have advertising. We don't do anything like that. But if you want to say thank you as we head to the end of the year or if you just want to, you know, help us keep doing this show uh, you can use uh, you can put some change in the virtual tip jar. There's a link to that in the show notes, which you can see in your podcast app or at the website at introvertsguide2.com. But most of all, uh, we're just glad that you're listening. We're so glad you're here. Happy holidays. Do, 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 do.